Blog Talk Radio. Hey folks, and welcome to another Sunday night of Hot Dog Vendor Radio. <laughs> Why would I want to invest 
this money into this business and then find out I can't sell any hot dogs. Well, what's the best thing to keep in mind there is is you're not going to sell all the hot dogs to all the people. And what you're looking for is your 50, 75, 100, 150 customers a day, and that's what you want. You want consistency at a location or two and and make a good living. And that can all be done. And sometimes that requires multiple locations. We'll get to that in here in a minute. But the the gist is is that there are um, – it, it is a normal fear to fear that you're getting into something that other people are. If right now you decided, hey, you know, I'm going to open a carpet cleaning business. And I had one one time. And as soon as I got in and started buying the equipment, I was – in um, it was in Knoxville, Tennessee, and I was this pro supply place where you pick up your cleaning agents, um, big old five gallon buckets of this cleaning solution that would be injected through the machine. And I was, you know, in there, and there was other people, like thirty other people, and I don't know the exact number, but it felt like a lot of people. And I was like, my gosh, how am I ever going to make it in this business? All these carpet cleaners. Well. It's because now I was focused in on carpet cleaning, so I was noticing it. I was standing in a store known for selling carpet cleaning goods, so I'm going to notice it. If you get on my Facebook, you're going to talk to a lot of vendors and think that the market is saturated. But in actuality, it's not even close to saturated. Um, There could be many more hot dog vendors than there are convenience stores, and we all know how many convenience stores there are. They're almost too convenient. So... I don't think it's ever going to be an issue. You know, like how many pharmacies does your town need? Um, you know, do you do you need one on every corner? And then like us, you know, Walgreens and CVS, have, they're on opposite corners, um, vying for the same person's prescriptions. So don't fear those things. It's natural to, but I'm telling you don't. I'm telling you to ignore those things, those fears that prevent you from moving on or from um, making good decisions, obviously, this business isn't for everyone. It just slap isn't. Um, if it was that good, you know, I, I heard somebody um, recently on on my YouTube channel over at youtube.com forward slash Ben's Carts. There's a lot of videos there. But I post even some that I don't post there on the blog. But um, the, the guy posted up, well, if this business is so good, how come everybody's not doing it? Well, it's not that it's so good that everybody it, – it wouldn't matter how good something is. Not everybody's going to do it. I, I've got a daughter that you couldn't give a million dollars a year job. She'd rather draw pictures. You know, she she's like an artist type. She doesn't want to do that. Um, she wouldn't want to do anything other than that. And so we all have these things that we enjoy. Some of us may not particularly enjoy serving a hot dog. But we like working with the public, or we like serving others, and we like making a living, and we like controlling our own incomes, and we like taking our life in our own hands as far as we are able to say, you know what, I'm going to get up and go to work tomorrow. You know what, I'm not going to do the advanced auto parts tomorrow. I'm going to go here. I'm going to try something new once a week or once every two weeks. And those are the vendors that I talk to that have been in this a while, the the people like Hot Dog Mike, the people like Pocono Hot Dogs like um, Mustard's Last Stand, like um, Biker Jim. Um, those are the people, the Jasons, the Robs, who have done this for years. And they know that it works. 
Did they have bad times? Yes. Did they pick some crappy locations? Absolutely. Did they keep going? Yes, because it's some of the best money. Um, I don't know if Jason is going to join us tonight, but I asked him to. I know he's busy, um, really busy. And if he does join us, he'll probably join us from work um, with his stand. And he shared his numbers with me the other night. And if y'all all know Jason's story or followed on the blog, <clears throat> you know, he was successful in, in pizza, uh, stone pizza oven concessions. And then a bad accident and um, disabled for a while and now back up and running. And he's got love hot dog companies. You can follow him on Twitter or Facebook. He's a brilliant marketer, but he's a hard worker. And so he goes out there and he makes things happen and he keeps trying. He already had a good location and he found a better one. And not just that one, one, one that was triple as good for the time that he was spending. Now, it meant going out late at night, but it was worth it to him. And he shared his numbers with me since he got back into the business and started cranking up. And and it would blow your mind. I was going, wow, that's that's more than I dreamed of making when I first started. I, I was nowhere near that. And so now, obviously, he had already had prior experience, but he's dealing with a whole new beast. He's doing hot dogs and, and different stuff now, lemonade. and um, Those are the types of people that become successful. Not that you won't. You don't have to be that person that goes, you know, I'm going to have 45 carts and I'm going to do this and do this. You don't have to do that to, to make a good living in this. And when it's all said and done, we all want to make, you know, lots of money. We all want to be, you know, we can say we want to be millionaires or whatever. But the bottom line is, I just want to be able to provide for my family comfortably so that when the car breaks down, I don't panic and have to call a friend of a friend to see if he can work on it after he gets off work to fix my car. And I don't have to go to you pull it to pull parts until I pick one that works. I want to be able to go buy the new part. I want to be able to buy the new shoes for my daughter's volleyball game or I want to buy the new pads for track or those types of things and and that's the difference now I'm not toning this down I'm not saying you can't go out there and make a fortune because you can you you've heard them here on the show people that make more than I do even with my cart manufacturing they make more than I do with their carts but I, my goal is not that. My my goal is comfortable, and I I love that because it, there's a freedom in life. I enjoy waking up. I enjoy you know when I sleep. I go to sleep and I sleep well. Tonight I would like to delve into that a little bit more, and I thank all of you for for you know for those that are skipping out on on the festivities of the Super Bowl. I I, I wouldn't blame you if you were watching it. I don't hold any grudges at all. I wasn't trying to compete with them. Um, either way, if if you get, um, if you would like to call in tonight, it's 424-258-9364. I'm going to try to keep the show to an hour um, or less. If we don't get any calls, I'll, I'll run it short. And everybody can go and enjoy your families and friends. I'm not feeling at the top of my game. I've been sick for a few days. And it's... Um, it's it's really kicked my butt, and so I almost just didn't do it tonight. Um, not that I'm sitting here, um, you know, 
horribly sick. I just, just you know how you get worn down. You feel like you've been beaten. That's kind of how I feel. Um, I think we have a uh, Mr. Jason on the line. Jason, is that you? Yes, it is. How are we doing? Uh, just getting home from the ski resort. Heard I call in and say hello real quick. Well, I was just bragging you up, talking about your, um, you know, that you you haven't been back at this for a horrible long time, and 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 um, I was hoping that you would share. You don't have to be specific with numbers, but I'd love it if you'd share whatever you're willing to share to give some encouragement okay. to people that are just getting started. Well, uh, what were you we talking about? What type of encouragement? Like, what were you we talking well, about? Before I called in, so I know which way to go. Well, no, it was the other day you talked to me when we talked, and um, you, you had told me that you had done your numbers up for how uh, for uh, for January, right? And I, was, I worked uh, well, twenty five days. Um, a couple of those weekends were twelve hour days, but most of my Monday to Fridays are four hour days. And with what we did the last two days of the month, um, I'm over 16, I think it was like 16,800. Wow. So it's not a bad month. I mean, uh, six months in, you know, I can't cannot complain. So, well, that's, that's fantastic. And I, and I don't want everybody to think that if you've worked through January and you didn't make that kind of money, that that's um, – abnormal or that you've done something wrong. Um, I yeah, I mean, we've, we've had, you know, we we got a, uh, you know, just an awesome, you know, opportunity with the ski resort. I mean, that's helped dramatically. Um, the other thing I think helps me is the rotating of the sausages, you know, bringing in, you know, like today I just put on a, a smoked poblano. I did a uh, habanero. I also did a uh, chipotle with adobo. And, you know, a couple other things. I've got that turduck in, but, I mean, change up my sausages every two weeks. I really think that helps. And, you know, I've got soup and chili that we change. I mean, we're doing 11 chilies and 28 soups on rotation. So, I mean, that really, you know, that's, and it's, it's hard to do that off a smaller cart. I mean, I'm, the other thing is I'm in an enclosed cart, so it makes it a little bit easier. And you you haven't been at this for, you said, right, six months, right? Yeah, roughly, a little over six months, maybe. We started, uh, I think, the last three days of July. We did um, two winers in a car show, and then went into August being our daytime location. Right. So, you know, just a hair over six months, I guess, really. Well, what I was what I was sharing is the fact that, one, you, you already had a good location. You had found a good location making um, a, a good little lick every day. But then you you didn't turn away the opportunity to try something else, even though it meant basically double-timing your efforts and labor, going out late at night, working in actual worse conditions um, in order to try something else, and you did it, and it was a success. It doesn't always work out that way, but I – you know, I'm privy to other, other – um, Vendors, they call in, and, and some of them I try to try so hard to get them to talk on the radio or do an interview with me that I can even record for y'all because I, I want you to see that this isn't some you know bins on a you know like a late night infomercial 
going, woohoo, you make $700 an hour, and that's tax-free money, and um, look at my wife and my kids, and look at our mansions, and here's our house in Hawaii. I don't want to lead you into a business that is not for you or that you're not prepared for. And it's you know, it's why we have all the training and we do the radio show and we do all that stuff. There's no cost for it. The but the the general message is obviously I I would love your support and help in the blog over at Facebook, Twitter, um, even at Ben's Carts if you need to buy something. But I don't I want you to find the best deal for you. If it means building a cart or buying a used cart, um, if it means doing whatever you need to do to do this the right way, maybe you'll come back two years from now and buy your second and third cart from me, or you upgrade with me. So this isn't a, a you know an indefinite sales pitch. It's but I also want to warn you that this isn't easy as far as it's fun. And it can be easy as easier it gets easier as you go because you learn your own method for doing things and you find little shortcuts to make life easier. But it's still work. You can ask Jason; he's on the phone. Um, it's, it's it's hard work, and Jason gets worn out. He worked how many days out of the last thirty? You said. Well, <clears throat> I took off a Monday to. Thursday at my daytime location like two weeks ago and we were down in the single digits just because it was too cold, but then I worked the uh, ski resort that Thursday, Friday, and then the weekend. But other than that, I took off uh, 1st of January. That was it, and I took off Christmas Day and the day after, and the only reason I took off after is our bakery was shut down to finish an oven install that they worked on when they shut down on the 24th, and they worked right through to get that done. And before that, it was uh, Thanksgiving Day. So, and, uh, like, so Thursday and Fridays days? now, yeah, Thursday, Fridays now, I go to my spot and serve from 10 to 2, head home, swap out some stuff, <clears throat> load some additional stuff, and I'm at the ski resort by uh, 3, 3.15, and then we're ready to serve by 4. Well, and, now uh, tell us this, Jason, if you don't mind. Share, now, obviously, you had a banner month, and, you, and it's because you put in the effort and the time, but... In that month, how many hours per average? Because I know some days you work two jobs, two locations. But how many hours do you think you put in? If you break it down to a week, that we can multiply out to or what? During the week, not counting the ski resort, just the the basic location. I get there at nine. I'm ready to serve by ten, and then uh, on. you know, that's Monday to Friday. I got about 30 minutes before I leave, and I have about 45 to 60 minutes when I get home with dishes and that stuff. I mean, I literally have it down to where I don't waste a step. When I'm setting up, if I'm moving one way, something's going. If I'm going out the door, something's going, you know, literally. Yeah. So there's no wasted steps. Um, I'd say, um, you know, so you figure... Eight to four, you know. But my average down there lately has been, you know, even with the snow on the ground, four, four and a half. You know, that's not bad for middle of January. No. You know, which with snow falling, I got people lining up in the snow. Mm-hmm. You know, and I, I got 
you know, with some of those newspaper articles and things that have happened recently, recently we've got a lot of new people, and, you know, they come up and say, oh, well, we... One today on Facebook. Ah, uh, which one? The one with the news news station was filming you. Ah, uh, okay. I'll just, did I send you the article from the paper? We had two articles come out last week, and 24 mm-hmm. hours, we had two articles on the news crew. So. No, get them, up, get them to me, and I'll put them up on All Twitter. Right. Okay. But, uh, you know, so, yeah, I mean, then, then there's days when I go to the ski resort where, um, you know, like I say, Thursday, I shut down at 2, I come home, reload, my wife is usually here helping me, and... Uh, gets me out the door, and I'm back at the ski resort, ready to serve by 4, and I'm there till 8, 8.30 at night, come home, clean up, do dishes. My wife usually will jump in on nights like that and other nights, and, and she's doing the dishes for me, and I'm putting stuff away and then uh, off the bed, and it starts all over again. You know, so, I mean, it's uh, it's good and it's bad. I mean, I, I really like what I'm doing, but, yeah, there's days where, like today, it's, you know, it's a long day. It's worth it financially, but, uh, you know, <laughs> it's still tiring. So, well, I, I'll I, tell you what. Let me uh, – I'm going to take off. i got to get unloaded here. Yeah, go ahead. But I just wanted to call in and say hello to everybody. Well, it was uh, perfect timing. Cool. All right. Well, everybody have a good night. Well, thank you, Jason. Have a good one. Congratulations. Right, on oh, that was awesome. Thanks. Thank you, sir. We'll see you. Have a good one, Ben. See you, man. I um, y'all don't know how how awesome it feels to have friends like that in the business that are willing to one you know even when they're tired and come onto the show and share. Jason always calls in, um, and some nights he's here for the whole entire show, and is willing to share some of his figures and numbers. And he's helped other vendors and he's talked some people through stuff all the way across the country who needed help. Um, he's just a all around good guy. There's there's few like him in the world and I've been fortunate to find many in this in this hot dog vending world or vending world period. Um if you didn't know, um Rob is kind of doing some unique stuff and, and I talk about this in my book that um hot dog saved my life. He's expanding kind of and and basically he's selling packages. And we've talked about this on the radio show about how to grow your business and depending on what your what your goals are with this business, he's it's one of those things you can do to expand your business and make even more money. And basically he's found locations, tried the locations, worked out arrangements with locations, buying carts, putting them in, and then setting people up with a ready made business. Here's a licensed cart. All you gotta do is switch names. Change the company name, whatever you want to do. Here's a location. Here's the whole entire business ready to go. This location, here's the track record for it. It's averaging $252 a day. Or this location's doing $374 a day, whatever it is. And you get to pick those. If you're at all interested and are in a position where you want to buy a turnkey business, um, proconcessionmanagement.com. That's proconcessionmanagement.com, and you can contact Rob through there, and you've heard him here on the radio for about a year, and he can um, see if there's a location for you. He mostly serves North Carolina, um, but he has helped some people outside the state 
with um, other issues, like if you needed help with um, finding a location that's linked to one of his um, – he's got some corporate deals set up. So that may be something that would help you out. If you're looking for something better, contact Rob at ProConcessionManagement.com. This is not a paid advertisement of any sort. Um, Rob's a good friend of the show, and um, he he's always helped people out, and I, I think the world of him. So that one is um, one you ought to um, keep in mind if you're in the North Carolina area on a turnkey business. And let's see here. Give me two seconds. Have you ever wondered why the guy selling hot dogs always seems so happy? Hello, Mrs. Smith. Hello, Mr. Johnson. Can I interest either of you in a hot dog? Do you want to find out why? LearnHotDogs.com. Get free video training, earn points, and get free stuff. Read Ben's hot dog blog and more. The premier source for hot dog vending information. Go to LearnHotDogs.com. and discounts, then check out mymfba.org. You can get instant access to secrets that will supercharge your business. Gain instant eligibility to all MFVA-sponsored giveaways and much, much more. For more details, visit mymfba.org. Contact the Mobile Food Vendors Association. Contact the Mobile Food Vendors Association. We have about 30 minutes left in the show, and if you would like to call in and talk to me, um, dial 424-258-9364, and I'll be happy to take your call. Press option one to talk to uh, me, and um, that's how I'll know you're there, so make sure you press option one. Otherwise, you're just in listen-only mode. This podcast is free thanks to sponsors like the Mobile Food Vendors Association and Ben's Carts. For more information, check out mymfva.org and benscarts.com. And now, back to the show. And i got to throw out a big thanks to Al Miller, who posted up um, the link on the chat line at proconcessionmanagement.com. Um, also, I wanted to throw out a congratulations to Ryan Burke for um, he won the hot water heater. If y'all visit the blog, you'll see the little contests and stuff going on over there. You earn points just for you know helping out the blog. Um, it doesn't require any 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 real work, but all of your efforts are appreciated. But the system now we used to have the system in place now does random selection. Um, there are things you can win for your points, but you also we do these little prize drawings, and it randomly selects a winner. Winner, and the winner was Ryan Burke. Congratulations, Ryan Burke! There is a new one will be posted probably tomorrow late online. You'll see the new one is going to be for the Pro Pack available at um, Ben'sCarts.com. You can click on the accessory store at the top, and you can see what all comes in the Vendors Pro Pack. But that will be given away next. Um, I have already emailed Ryan and heard from his wife, and um, so they'll have a heater going out tomorrow. Um, so congratulations. Now, I want to see what else we have here. 
I want to continue on. I know we've got about 30 minutes left, and I I wanted to continue on for for anyone. I mean, I I know some vendors that are online with us tonight that that have faced some battles and still facing some battles, but they found – they found an area after being told they couldn't work or they've um, worked out a deal with a certain um, – one one guy that's on right now, I know, he, he worked out a deal with a place, but he had to pay them, and he didn't want to pay them. And I've done a blog article on about how to, how to come up with a figure because you don't want to overpay them. You can always go up, but it's hard to go down on rent. But – the the goal is is to show them the value of you so that you don't pay them anything because there is a value of you being there and if you know that going in you're going to come out ahead um the vending business whether you're allowed to serve you know pizza from a cart or only hot dogs like for the most of us it's hot dogs is you know, when you hear it from the outside, you go, this can't be hard. I mean, what do you got? Mustard, ketchup, relish, a hot dog, some water, um, some buns. It's just, how can this be any, you know, it's got to, how do you lose? And you can't. I did a video the other day, um, and I kind of go through this. It's called How Much Do Vendors Make? And it's the last blog article you'll see on the blog the most recent one. And once I get this one from Denied Up, um, it'll become the second most recent for those that are listening to this later. But it's called, Can I Make a Living with a Hot Dog Cart? And I go through some of the the spiel so that you miss all that, you know, that pie in the sky, smoke up your butt, um, peaches and roses and cream and everything's, you know, songbirds. It it definitely can be for someone that's been in this a while. But the vendor that stays at this and trugs through the red tape and gets through the, the obstacles and overcomes these and figures out a way around the things that he can't, those are the vendors that end up making something big out of this. Those are the vendors like Jason and Rob. And, um, I mean, we've got vendors all over the country that you all have heard on this show. That type of stuff that they they this wasn't easy going in, and so the the reason I'm preaching on this tonight is because this this time of year um, is just I get bombarded with phone calls. The other day, 240 something phone calls and over 150 emails. I think it was uh, two Tuesdays ago. It was one of my worst days ever, and amount of sheer amount of phone calls. But and a lot of them you'll get. How is this? Can you really make a living doing this? You know, they feel like a lot of these people felt like I did. You know, you you hear about stuff, or you're watching TV late at night because you, you know, your job sucks and you're just pissed at the world and you're not making enough money, or something comes along and you go, "Oh, concrete finishing! I bet everybody needs some of that." And you start looking at the numbers, and that you know, you go to their website, and they got all these brilliant videos with people successful, happy, and pretty wives and 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 good-looking kids standing around and, and everybody's got money falling out of their pockets. And you go, well, I could do that. Well, the difference between, you know, it's it's why this succeeded for me and not 
for furniture, which I was in, was because when times get tough, you can do without furniture. You may just um, put a two-by-four under that old mattress of yours to, to prop it back up. You may go get you two of those egg crate things they sell at Walmart for 12 bucks each and put those on the bed and make the wife comfortable. You probably won't go spend the money on a new recliner. And so my furniture store failed because of those reasons. But with a hot dog business, people are going to eat. And it's rather inexpensive for a delicious meal. If you're going to serve good hot dogs, which you should be, something you'd be proud to serve, and you're serving them with glass and with, and I don't mean in a bow tie, but as far as you're serving the good bread, the good condiments, you're not cutting corners with the quality or the service, then you'll be successful. Now, some people, it takes longer. I hear from people that call in and go, you know, they'll call me up during the week and go, Ben, you know, I'll tell you what, this summer was a bear. I thought I wasn't going to make it. I just thought I wasn't going to make it, but I didn't have a choice. You know, a lot of these comes down to I didn't have a choice, and I'll, I'll hear that a lot. You know, they'll have spent their last dollars. Some of them have spent it before they ever heard of me, and they've got a cart, and they've got this, and they struggled. And But ultimately, we all figured it out. The goal is is to limit and reduce the amount of mistakes to get to that end result. The end result being either if your desire is to not ever touch another hot dog in your life and let other people run the cart or turn it into a very marketable business like Rob's done and sell the business as a whole for a reasonable amount of money, there's vendors doing that all over the country. Okay, I know of about five right now off the top of my head. Two have been on the show. That That's what they do now. They sell the business. They get it started. They prove that it can work. They get good numbers behind it, and then they sell it, and then they go do it again and again and again, and they can make good living. So some people want multiple cards. There's a gentleman over in East Tennessee. He's got, I think, 12 now, um, and and he's had some rough times getting up and going, but it's all doable. Every time it's doable. If you decide you want to make this work and you're going to find those things – nobody's going to call you up in the morning and go, Tom, you need to get out of bed. You know, I know you're not supposed to open till two, but why won't, why wouldn't you drive to the other side of town and check out those other locations? Check out, go talk to the guy down there at the, um, the flea market, go over and talk to the guy at the, the car salvage yard. Why not go over to the, um, the, whatever the school or wherever and, and start getting some feelers out and, and see what takes hold. My dad used to have a saying that um, he'll put enough irons in the fire that eventually one of them will take off. One of them will catch a lot, he called it, catch a lot. And those are the types of people that make it, make it. Some people will get in the business, and and they struggle, and they go, oh, my gosh. Yeah, I can't do this. I don't want to do this. And I don't fault them. This isn't for everyone. I don't ever go. Well, you could do it if you were just tough enough. No, some of us just aren't made a certain way. We don't think a certain way, or or we don't have the desire. If you don't have the desire, then then it's a waste of time. It's like I don't have the desire for med school. Not bad enough for the nine years of school. So, yes, I'd love to be a doctor. I'd more than love to have the income of a doctor. 
But you you see what I'm saying? There's I don't have a desire enough. So who can fault me for not being a doctor? Well, nobody can really. Maybe my parents, <laughs> but nobody can fault me and go, Ben, you're just you're just a piece of crap. You could have been a doctor. Well, yeah, um, but it wasn't for me. And did I ever think I'd be selling hot dogs? No. Do I even am I proud now when people ask me what I do? I sell hot dogs. I don't say, um, oh, I've got this big manufacturing facility in Tennessee, and you know we just we do lots of lots of building and concession equipment. I don't do that. I'm a hot dog vendor, and it's, I'm proud to say it because it brought me here. It brought me to the table. It brought me to the some of the best friends I've ever met in my life. It and around some of the best people I've ever known, and it. Provided for my family instantly, instantly, and it still wasn't great money then, but it came, and I kept going, and I kept going, and when I went down to the city and they said, Ben, you can't work in the city limits, I didn't go, well, that's it for me, i got to go get a job at auto parts store, or wherever, or some factory, no, I went and set up my car at a factory, and kept going, and and every one of you can do the same thing, and there's people that are out there. What I would like to do, and I hope it works, and I hope that we get enough support to do this, is I, like the rest of you, like to hear from other vendors. And so what I'm going to try to do is turn and twist this show, meld it or schmelter it or whatever you want to, word you want to use. I want to make merge it into more of a call-in show, more of a guest vendor comes on, gives us a, their story, and we share that story that week, and we may discuss some of the issues in that story, whatever they're willing to share. And then we will go um, on to the next week. And then if there's something that comes up that I feel like I have just rehashed and rehashed, a lot of times in these shows, you know, I'm doing this over a year, and you feel like, my gosh, I've probably said everything that I might possibly say. And but here's the here's the funny thing about this. Some of us missed it. Like you go back six months ago and you were gone for a month or you missed four shows, you missed a lot of stuff. Odds are of you going back and listening to those eight hours are slim to none. But you'd probably listen to a new one. So that's why I keep going. Is because in some things we will rehash. But my goal is is to get more guests on more people to call in. And that's where I need your help. I need you to go, you know what, I'm willing to call in. I'm going to call into the show um, Tuesday, and I'm going to share my two cent worth. And your what you may perceive as two cent may be worth millions to others. You know, you may think your story is not unique in the least, and you may hit a button. You may encourage someone that's facing the exact same thing that you faced. And when you hear it from another, it seems to ring more true than some fancy-schmancy, short, fat, bald guy behind a mic on a radio show on Sunday night. Because I'm I'm just one person, and a lot of the information I get is because y'all have been willing to share and because of the stuff I've learned as I went. But it's because of friends like y'all, and I want to continue it, but I want it to be – of have a substantive, if that's a word, value. I want it to have a value each week 
so that all of us look forward to it. We go, you know what? I'm going to get on there, and I'm going to share my story. Yes, I'm just getting started. I haven't even sold my first dog yet, but I'm going to tell them what I went through just in my commissary letter. Or I'm going to tell them what I went through to work out the deal I did on the hot dogs. I'm going to tell them why I don't serve all the hot dogs they say, and I use ballpark. We have a vendor that's been on here, and he basically said that one night. He said, I'm not going to tell you what I serve, but I can tell you that it's just a generic brand hot dog, and I spice it up. And he does. But everybody knows it as his dog, and they don't know where to get it because you can't because he spiced it up. There's things like that. Uh, there's one vendor that I know that's um, injecting dogs. He injects them with barbecue. Um, he waters down barbecue sauce, and he injects them like a turkey baster, but it's got a little needle and injects the hot dog. So <laughs> there's there's people doing some unique stuff. And um, I'd love to hear from them. I sure, I'm sure you would, too. And we can we can all learn more together and grow this community and become a resource for many vendors. He's flakier than your Aunt Millie's pie crust at the county fair. It's Pan on HDVR Hot Dog Vendor Radio. Yep, he's too sexy for his cart. It's Pan on HDVR Hot Dog Vendor Radio. A long time ago, in a galaxy far, far away. Yeah, welcome to the Space Dog Cantina. Can I take your order? Yeah, uh, two Space Dogs with ketchup. Did you say ketchup? Uh, yeah. You need to go to learnhotdogs.com and learn about Space Dog Etiquette. Hey, easy. Plus, you can watch the free training videos. I'll go. Link to the radio show. Radio show. And check out the selection of used cars they have. Used cars? Also sign up and earn points and get free stuff. Free stuff? Yeah. You think I paid for all this stuff? Learnhotdogs.com, the best wiener website in the galaxy. This podcast is free thanks to sponsors like the Mobile Food Vendors Association and Ben's Carts. For more information, check out mymfva.org and benscarts.com. And now, back to the show. That gave me just enough time to finish my cup of coffee, which had gotten um, almost to that point where I won't drink it, where it's just about cold. And then it just doesn't taste right to me. Um, and, and I don't have the privilege of running into the microwave real quick to heat it. So... Um, I see we have about 12 people in the chat room. I don't know what the uh, score of the game is. I should have done game highlights or something during the show tonight. <laughs> but I wanted to um, offer that next week, if you have the inclination to call in, um, please email me or call me this week and say, Ben, I'd like to be on the show. What I'll try to do is do one or two um, of those still take question calls. I try to get people now to call in with questions. A lot of people go, well, you can play my question or you can read my question, but I don't want to come on there live. And I understand it's, it, you know, it's scary kind of, um, I, I, I used to be more afraid of it in the beginning. Um, and, and now not so much, but 
I wish that you know it was video, basically, so I could everybody could see me, I could see you. Then it's like a bunch of friends sitting around and we're chit chatting about you know vending. I do want to tell you that um, the Mobile Food Vendor Association has um, had new members signing up and. Um, they're still making changes and fixing stuff and, and the site and doing all kinds of stuff. And we'll probably get an update from them next week, I'm hoping. If I'd have been doing my job, we'd have probably got one this week. But I have been, um, as I said, I've been sick. And so I've been crappy about um, returning calls and emails. And um, In fact, one whole day I stayed in bed. Um I regretted that the next day with the amount of voicemails I had, but it was um, it was worth it because apparently um, I needed I needed that. I wanted to see. I wrote some notes tonight, but very limited notes. Let's see. Let's see. I did another video um, over on the blog that. Um, why are there so many hot dog carts for sale? I mentioned this at the beginning of the show, but um, it's a two-part video. It's real short, and I'm using my new fancy white screen, um, kind of like um, the Apple commercials. Um, and the sound isn't perfect, but it's um, it, it gets my point across. And so if you want to go over there and listen to those, it may give you some encouragement as to why you see so many cart used carts for sale, and um, I kind of dubbed it, you know, lions, tigers, and hot dog vendors, oh my. And I wanted to share something else. Um, last year, I got, you know, uh, I got an email, and it, it, it was titled this. The subject line said this. It's hard, and I ain't making no money. And I said, oh, crud, that's a good That'd make a good blog article, and so I did a blog about it. And it's been a long time ago. I think it's it may be over a year ago, um, but I did a little blog article about it. And but I also talked to this person. It, it was a lady that was really struggling, and she was just you know fed up. She you know she had worked and worked and worked. And I went through some of the things that I did, and and that doesn't really encourage someone that's already down. They don't want to hear how good you did. They want to know that it's fixable. Can you fix me? Can you fix my situation? I don't care what your situation is. And and I understand that. She wasn't that abrupt with me, but I understand that she there was a little hostility, and I could tell she was upset. Now, she hadn't bought a cart for me or anything for me, um, and she I think since then she's bought a few pans, and, and that's it. So – it's not like I had this vested interest, but I wanted to see her succeed, and she did. And she has since moved to um, – let me get this right. It's not Puerto Rico. Costa Rica. Costa Rica. And that's where her family's from, and she moved there. And she actually shipped her cart, and I helped her get that shipped through our customs guy. But anyway, the gist was is that she made it. And she made it because she took some – one, she needed some encouragement. Sometimes we all need that. But she needed the encouragement, and then she needed to to have a plan, an attack plan. Sometimes you get into a middle of something, and you go, oh, crap. What do I do now? 
and you start worrying about other stuff and you can't even think clearly. Everybody raise your hand if you, you can relate. You know, you're in that position where you're where you're going, okay, the electric bill's due in four days. I've got rent due. Oh my gosh, I haven't paid the dentist that payment. And all these things are in your head and and you're you failed or you feel like you failed that business. Maybe you've had a bad couple weeks starting out or whatever. And that's when you don't need to hear, well, let me tell you now, I know somebody that's really doing good, and that doesn't work. You may want to share that with them at some point, but you, the the goal is is to understand that there is a light at the end of the tunnel, but we need a plan. And sometimes when you're in, in one of those slumps or depressions even, you may want someone to be able to say, okay, here's what we need to do. Tomorrow is all we can worry about. We can't handle next week. We can handle tomorrow. So tomorrow, what's your plan? Where are you setting up? Same place? Have you got any alternatives? And you start looking at your options. And then you start looking at it all over. I told I told a guy just maybe a week ago, okay, maybe two weeks ago, he called in. He's having a rough go. And he started right in the middle of winter, right after Christmas. And he hasn't got his feet on the ground good, and he hasn't been able to go full out there full time yet because of weather and stuff. He's up north, and he's and I was trying to walk him through, and I said, he goes, but Ben, I've been almost seven weeks now, and I just can't. This isn't going to work. It just isn't going to work. I got this due and this due, and he's running through this stuff. And after you know, he he told me he shared these things with me. I, I said, okay. Can you imagine waking up tomorrow and you're the proud owner of an inspected, clean, ready-to-go, with inventory, hot dog cart, but no location? He goes, but I have a location. I said, I'm not talking about you. Can you imagine waking up? He goes, well, that'd be nice. I wish that would have happened to me. And I said, well, it's going to tomorrow morning. I said, you're going to wake up the proud owner of a hot dog cart that's ready, that's inspected, that's ready to go. It's there. You have a crappy location, but we're going to call that no location. So the only thing you're missing is a location. But I've tried three locations. And I said, okay, you've tried three locations. And what was the best one? Well, I only worked there two days because it started snowing on one day, and I left there early, but the first day was horrible. He he did less than 100 bucks. And I said, okay, so so the weather played a big effect. Was there people? Well, I, well not really because of the weather. And okay, so, so you don't even know if that location is going to work. Well, let's pretend it didn't. Let's pretend that's all you have. If you were told today that, I, that somebody was going to give you $300, if you could go find the best spot, if you could dream up the best spot to be, that you have the potential of opening there today. Could you find one? And he goes, you mean to tell me you're going to give me $300? And I said, no, 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 just hear me out. I said, go. Could you do that? Could you find a location? And he said, well, what, you mean like any location? I said, no. Imagine in your mind, clear your mind, and tell me if if you were going to help me out, find a location and I was going to give you $300 as soon as you helped me find a location. 
where would you send me? And he goes, well, I can think of a couple places. And I said, okay, could you narrow it down? And he said, sure. He goes, but they'd probably both do just as good as the other. And I said, what's my odds of getting in there? And he goes, well, I don't know. You'd have to talk to the manager, but, um, I mean, you probably could, you probably could do something. And I said, and so why wouldn't you do that tomorrow? Well, because I hadn't thought about it. And he kind of laughed, you know, kind of that muffled laugh. And, and I said, do you, do you see what you just did? You cleared your mind and you started thinking about me needing the location. And you, and you were, you thought clearly, you thought of somewhere to go. And this comes down to location. They think real estate coined that phrase. Hot dog vendors coined this phrase. Location, location, location. And there's other, you know, things that matter, but you get the right location and you'll be successful. And so the bottom line is, is that location that he suggested to me um, didn't work out. He couldn't get, a, get in. But the second one that he didn't tell me about, but he had said that there was two, he did get in. And that's the difference is he was so worried about bills and so overwhelmed, he was ready to just throw in the towel. I'll put this crap on Craigslist. I'll go back to Weldon with my brother-in-law. I am done. That's what he was ready to do. But he didn't want to, really. He was just overwhelmed. And so there will be times like that, especially if you're just starting. You may have that. This is why we need to share these stories. I wish that he would come on probably never happened, but I wished he would. And there's some of you that have come on. You've shared your stories. You've shared your troubles. And those mean a lot to others. And fortunately, some people don't mind if I tell them. If you want to tell your story and you want me to tell it for you, then email me your story. Or even if you want to just do it between you and I on a phone call, um, I can record that if you don't care, and I'll play it. I'll, I'll do it as a podcast. But it's all available, and we we need to keep those things in mind and do those types of things for each other, and we will overcome these things. They'll, they'll all all these these problems are non-existent. You know, if somebody came up to you, my papa used to say this. He said, you know, I've gone to him in dire straits. You know, when things were just felt like they were at the end of the world, especially in during my young adult life you know, a bad calamity or, you know, lost a business or whatever. And he'd go, now, I know you're feeling bad, but if if you found out today one of your kids had cancer, would any of this other stuff matter? And I'd go, of course, you'd say no. And, and, and rightfully so. You'd go, no, none of this would matter. All I'd be concerned about is my child. And he goes, exactly. And he'd say, 100 years from now, none of this will matter. He goes, do the best you can with what you have and be happy doing it. If you're not happy doing it, change. You're not going to offend me. I don't care if I spent six months with you helping you and other people helped you and and you decide this isn't for you, call me up and say, Ben, I'm, I'm getting out. I'm done. I'll understand this isn't for everyone. But the people that are, the people that it is for, you can make it. And you can make 100000 a year. You can make 70000 this year. This year. 
You can make 60 if you want. You can make 40. If you're happy with 20, make 20. 20 is way easier than 100. But there's vendors going to make 100,000 this year and more. There's vendors going to make 40. There's vendors that have that left jobs making 30 that are going to make 50 this year. That's an 80% increase in pay, roughly. So it is for a lot of us. It is going to work for a lot of us, and it does work for a lot of us, and we will we will succeed, period. And so if you're needing help, then use this network of vendors. Get on the Mobile Food Vendors Association forum and talk to vendors. Call into the show. Um, there, there's lots of help out there, and we can help each other, and we can use even this, this, this radio time. If we need to extend it, we start getting more calls, we'll extend the show. Back to the two-hour shows, although those were killing me. <laughs> That's a long time to run your mouth, but if other people are talking to make it easier. So if um, you have something, I'd love it if you'd call in next week or tell me during the week if you want to do it separate and I'll play it next week or you want me to read something, then write me something and I'll I'll tell your story. Um, I'll share a challenge that you had, um, any of it, and we'll do it. I want to wish every one of y'all a fantastic year, though, and I want you to know that I'm behind you 100%, and I want you to know that you can make it and will make it, and I hope y'all have a good week. I hope you have a fantastic week, and I hope whoever you're rooting for on the Super Bowl wins, <laughs> and, um, and um, see how I stayed neutral in that. I was able to wish you all luck in Super Bowl. Um, and I will see you next week. Now, obviously, I'm on Twitter daily, and I'm on Facebook, and I've got it plugged into my iPhone, and um, and I'm able to um, to play with it that way um, through, through different parts of the day. But if you, if you need um, anything, email me. Call me. Drop a line. Do anything. And send up smoke signals. And I'll try to help the best I can. But y'all have a wonderful week. I enjoyed this show, um, and I hope you did as well. And um, we'll um, we'll see you next Sunday at eight thirty. Radio is brought to you by the Mobile Food Vendors Association in Benscarts.com. Also by the letter H and the number four. Tune in next week for more of the very best vendor information money can buy on HDVR. Hot Dog Vendor Radio.